And welcome to another episode of the Paul Chabot Show. God bless y'all. Thanks for joining us. Look, in this podcast, we're going to discuss dirty politicians. In particular, we're going to discuss a, a police officer in Dallas who was dishonorably discharged uh, and uh, convicted, received three convictions here in Texas. And I know about this case because it's personal to me. I ran against Frazier two years ago. Uh, and he has since been uh, convicted in court. Took two plea deal, took two plea deals in a Collin County Court, and then a, a guilty in a um, municipal court. What he did was he impersonated a code compliance officer going around town to get folks take down my campaign signs. And then we were getting so many of our yard signs, or uh, large uh, street signs, cut down. And there's video now that just resurfaced. Uh, as a public release from the city of McKinney Police Department showing Mr. Frazier actually cutting down, not like cutting down my signs, but if those of you that were around the Collin County area two years ago, you might recall my campaign signs had two American flags attached to each sign. Well, in this video, which you can't see here, but maybe you can Google it later, he actually cuts down my signs and lets one of the American flags just hit the ground and the guy walks away. 3.30 in the morning, right? Who does that? Well, Crooks are out at that hour, and here you got a dirty cop doing it. Rightfully so, got dishonorably discharged. Yet, Mr. Frazier, Frederick Frazier, is still running, uh, at least as of right now, for Texas State Representative for re-election. Man, is this Mexico or what? Are we a dirty country where money and dirty cops and dirty judges rule the way? Hell no. And if we want to keep America strong, we got to focus like a laser beam on dirty politicians. Well, you know, God puts us at interesting places, and me to have experienced this firsthand uh, was eye-opening, and I share it with you. What you're going to hear next in this video, correction, I mean in this audio, is the interrogation of the Texas Rangers of Frederick Frazier. This interrogation happened uh, back in 2022, but we just received the audio of it. When you listen to this audio I'll tell you, yes, the images are damning, but the audio is equally damning, shows you the insight into a dirty cop and a dirty politician. Here you go, ladies and gentlemen. This is the newly released interrogation of dirty cop, current Texas State Representative Frederick Frazier, who is shockingly running for re-election here in Texas. Here we go. My name is Jeremy Wallace. I'm with the Texas Rangers. Today's date is going to be March 25th, 2022, and the time is approximately 9.50 a.m. I'm going to be uh, visiting with. Uh, Frederick Frazier. Uh, so, let's just start at the beginning. Uh, Walmart, 12-1-2022. Yes, sir. 2021, about 10.30 in the morning. Yes, sir. What, what was the, what did you do? Uh, there were several calls that had been generated from landowners to property owners to folks that uh, that represent land owners that sell all over uh, the McKinney area mm -hmm. and, and beyond. Uh, and, and since I'm a candidate, everyone was like, what is going on with this guy putting these signs on private property? And how are they getting access to putting them on there, thinking there was something, whatever there was there? Uh, and that sign, I got called on like three times because obviously everyone knows I'm the candidate. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was like, well, I've never seen a sign there 
on a Walmart property and as far out as it was close to the street. Uh, you know, there's one corner there that's always had the political stuff. This one's never had anything. Uh, so I popped in there, went and asked the manager. Uh, I don't know who that manager is. I just know that whoever was over there by customer service mm -hmm. and went and pointed it out that, do you know, you know, how that, you know, do you know you have a sign that just, it's out there by the street, almost on the sidewalk. I think part of it was on the sidewalk, because uh, as large as it is, uh, I went and showed her, and she was like, who put that, you know, she kind of, you know, real friendly and, and talking, and uh, never represented myself, other than, you know, a concerned person of going in there, uh, never represented myself as a code person, uh, and just, was letting her, you know, see the sign that, hey, you got a sign that's sticking out here almost on a roadway that's up at the top, and she had no idea about it. Uh, and that was pretty much, that was pretty much our conversation there. Uh, and I left. Uh, and, and I didn't think too much, I didn't think too much of it uh, from, from that point. Okay. So when you went in there, you had your blue polo shirt on and said, Cindy McKinney? I did. Okay. Yeah. And my long sleeve, I think it was. Okay. And I couldn't remember if I had my vest on or my just, you know, McKinney. It just got the McKinney symbol deal on it. I couldn't remember because I, I usually have a black vest, or I had a black vest I wore all the time that had the, the same emblem on it. Okay. Uh, so did you report that to code enforcement? I'm pretty sure I talked, that, talked to Paul or Carrie. I uh, talked to them relentlessly over these signs. Uh, showing up on because they were getting the calls as well. Uh, Paul's the director over that, and Carrie Simpson is the code enforcement female. Okay. That that is is overall code. We've worked together for many, you know, all kinds of incidents uh, in the past. That Paul and I worked re relentlessly on 75 on TxDOT on trying to get 75 out there to clear because our officers were constantly getting flats. Yeah. So I knew that those were the two. Those are the two to to talk to, to you know to speak with to to try to get things moved moved along. Okay, so in this instance, did you reach out to him about this sign instead of you going up there yourself and doing that? Um, you know, I've reached out to him a whole bunch of times, so I I can't tell you if I reached out to him this time or I, I could have. I just don't remember if I did or not. I talked to him over and over and over. <clears throat> okay, and then. Uh, and what's your cell phone number? 214-549-4918. Okay. So that happened on the 1st. And then on the 7th, they received a phone call. Do you know anything about that? If, if there was a phone call and I called and said, the sign's back because the sign was gone. Mm -hmm. uh, and no, nothing to do with doing anything with the sign. Uh, and actually trying to, you know, <laughs> just find out. How do you get a sign back in the same location when you're not supposed to have the sign there in the first place? Uh, and that's that's all the call is for. Okay. And then during that phone call, did you uh, say anything about being code enforcement? I may have said something about code violation, like a, you got you know the sign that's out there by the sidewalk again. But I don't I don't. That's the only thing I would have said. Okay, and then uh, uh, 
So did you identify yourself as somebody different than who you are? I didn't identify myself as Fred or Fraser, I don't believe. I just left a message. Well, you actually talked to somebody, though. Oh, wait. Uh, on the phone? Yes. On the phone at Walmart? Yes. I could have, you know, it could, there, I, there was, I, it, there was no, I'm not trying to escape the, the truth here. Uh, there could have been a couple of calls, I mean, over there, because it, it kept going on for back and forth. So. Did you ever make a phone call and identify yourself as somebody other than yourself and talk about the sign? This, this question. And say that you were code enforcement. Oh, no, I didn't, I didn't, I I had no intention of being code enforcement. Okay. Uh, let's move on to the next uh, incident. Uh, talk about 7-11 on December the 10th. Tell me about that incident. Well, a ask me what you want to know about it. Talking to Kiki, well, the owner. Well, I've got video of you showing up in the parking lot and removing a sign. The one out front? Yes. Uh, that's the one that was over the sidewalk, and I talked to Kiki, and I said, How, can we put our signs here too? And she said, no, I've already told him to take them down. Who's Kiki? That's the owner, the franchisee. Well, the video I've got, you don't talk to anybody. You pull up in your truck, you get out, you take the sign down, and then you leave in this particular incident that I'm talking about. Uh, yes, that, and I, I did that. I have no, it, it just put it down and left. That's what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's criminal mischief. You know. Well, the intention was that sign, and I've you know, had this conversation twenty times. That sign is on the busiest road we have in El Dorado, right there. And that sign, all the way, just like the other ones, putting them all over town, over sidewalks. Those kids walking right there that morning, and that sign was already supposed to be down. And it wasn't. And I was like, this is just oh, nonsense. It's supposed to be down according to who? Well, Kiki, the owner. Okay. And so did you reach out to code enforcement on that particular incident? I'm sure I've talked to code on those signs as well. We've. But on that specific day, you, before you took the sign down, you didn't call code enforcement no, sir. to take it down? You... No, I was just, this. it was ridiculous that the sign was there. Okay. Now let's go to the 14th on December. You go to racetrack. Do you remember doing that? Yes, sir. Okay, tell tell me about that. The and and so the the racetrack was uh, <laughs> that sign was on on seventy five on the service road. Uh, it shows up. I get two calls on it. I'm coming from downtown, and I'm like, "You got to be kidding me!" And where you pull out to get on racetrack, you can't see because the damn signs in the way. I go in there, told the lady, I said. I don't know if you know, but somebody just put a sign here. And she's like, who? And I said, well, that guy's putting them up all over the place. Mm -hmm. And they're blocking when folks enter and, and exit. And she's like, who? I said, it, it is a, it's a guy running for office, and that's it, and I left. Okay. Uh, did you call code enforcement on that deal? I'm, I'm I guess the, the theme of what I'm getting at here is you're, you're taking it upon yourself to go talk about these signs, remove signs, and are you doing that in the capacity of because you was on the city council? No, or, no, 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 no. I mean, 
As well, well, you know, people's calling you complaining. Well, you need to, you need to call code enforcement, or well, let me take your name down and I'll call code enforcement. Hey, blah blah blah. I did that. I did that. I did that a bunch of times. And are people calling you because you're on the city council, or are they calling you because they know you're the candidate? They're they're calling me because I'm the candidate, and a lot of them had reached out to Paul to get him to move them. There's still several signs that he's he's been asked to move over and over and over. I've been called to take the signs. Can you come over and take the sign? I'm like, no. So it's it's over and over and over this has been happening. I explained this. We, this has been a running theme since it started. Uh, same thing when he was in California. It's it's uh, put them up and don't care, uh, and then I'll then I'll make a big deal about it when they get taken down. You know, it's it's been the same theme over and over and over. I'll put them on private property, not care. Uh, without asking anybody, the one at well, Lake Forest has been there for months, and he's they've reached out to him hundreds of times to get it taken down. Uh, the Appian that owns all those, they took all his signs down. Then he blamed somebody stealing them, uh, but they've reached out to him over and over and over. And I've passed his number along. Code I've talked to, I, I can't tell you how many times I've talked to Code. Uh, Paul Sparkman phone calls to him. Hey, can you? I know the racetrack one. Now you bring that up. I talked to Paul. I'm like, you know this sign? He's like, I don't know nothing about it yet. Uh, so we've had conversation after conversation, uh, not only there but also in Anna, Salina, and everywhere else. Okay. Have you uh, looked up the city ordinance on signs, as far as how to properly place them, where they're supposed to be, and all that? Yes, sir. What's it say? Well, it's like four feet from the easement. Uh, that's what you're asking me. Yeah, I mean, I looked it up. It's on their end. It's on the website. Uh, so I was curious myself. Uh, I was just curious if you had looked it up. Let's move on to the last one, and this is on uh, February the 9th at T. Latte Bar, yeah. uh, South Custer Street there. Tell me about that incident. So I get a call. That one's blocking the 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 business sign that they have like a it says all the businesses on it it's a strip mall i'm coming back running warrants i come back driving up there it is and yeah. just to clarify, okay yeah running, sorry i'm running getting... warrants like you you're you're <laughs> for my job you're a yeah. dallas police uh, officer you, yeah you ran warrants that morning yes ran warrants that morning went in at four uh ran several murder warrants that morning come back and i'm like there's there's another one of those signs, you know, put up probably in the middle of the night. Uh, that's how they get, that seems to be the theme of how they go up. Uh, it's covering the deal. I walk in there, there's a bank on the corner. Uh, I don't know what the name of that bank was, but I walk in there and I said, do you know anything about who put, the, you know, that sign or the, actually that's not what I said. Do you know who owns the, this, this contact for the business, for this, the strip center? Uh, he said, no, but the people at Tea Latte do. I go walk over there, the 16-year-old girls. There's nobody else in there but me and, and this uh, girl and another girl that's in the back. Uh, she tell her uh, owner, uh, I'm pretty sure I made the phone call as I'm leaving, driving. Oh, tell what's the conversation? Oh, the, well, the conversation is about the, well, not with her. She doesn't know much. Of, she doesn't know. She's 16 years old working at a, at a, Latte place. Yeah. yeah, she doesn't know what the hell's going on there. And so I talk, you know, get her to give me the person who knows the owner or something about the owner. 
It's a little confusing from her on how that was. Because remember, I call, I think I talked to somebody. I don't really remember exactly who, it, if I talked to somebody or left a message about the a sign on their business that wasn't there. And then I got a text message back and then I responded to the text message. But I voice texted on the back part of it. I thought he asked, who do I contact? And and I, Carrie Simpson, that's who you contact for. But that's private property right there. Mm-hmm. So that, but it was out of code. Uh, but, but, but I'm wearing Frazier stuff. I'm not wearing uh, anything to act like I'm a code enforcement officer. I'm wearing my Frazier vest that I'm wearing right now. Uh, and I wore it when I got back in the truck because I was about to go switch cars and, uh, and go do my job. Okay. So let's talk about the voicemail that you left. <clears throat> I've got it. We can play it and listen okay. to it. Uh, in that voicemail, you say, you tell them, hey, uh, City McKinney Frisco here, got a sign out here. That's well, I didn't know which side it was on. <clears throat> that because that's at the corner right there. Mm-hmm. I did. I actually didn't know if that's City McKinney or Frisco. Okay. What if we listen to it? No, it's fine. Yeah. And, and in turn, because you said City of McKinney Frisco here, the owner of the property uh, contacted city, uh, code enforcement for uh, Frisco and McKinney. Okay. I mean that's that's his impression of the of the voicemail was that he was getting a phone call from. Code enforcement for either McKinney or uh, yeah, I my I understand, sir. So, so you make the, the voicemail, and so 
Do you remember sending text messages with the manager? Yes, sir. Okay. This is pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. You already seen it? Yeah. Have you seen you? I, 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 I know it. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, any layman that's reading this, you're impersonating Carrie. My interpretation of what he was asking was, who do I speak to? It's, it's, it's verbatim. It's wording. How can you misconstrue that? What is your name? Gary Simpson. That's not what I read. I was driving, doing a million other things. Okay. When I sent that, I I thought he said, like, who does he ask for? Or what is the name you ask for? Yeah. That's what I, that's what I, when I went back and looked at it after you said that, I didn't even see it then. I didn't see it until I sat down with Robert and I just put my head on the desk because that's not what my intention was. My intention was, and I did it with voice text, was to talk to Carrie Simpson. But I didn't know if we were in Frisco or if we were in McKinney there. Yeah, there's no ill will pretending to be Carrie Simpson. She's a female South African and I, who I speak with constantly. Uh, and I, I know that that looks really crappy. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, 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 do, I know what that looks like. But that's not the intention of that text message. That text message was to talk to Carrie because she knows the whole story about these signs and how they're being placed. Okay. That's pretty much it, Robert. As far as, uh, at any of these instances, you're telling me that you didn't represent yourself as code enforcement at any, any time? No, sir. Okay. I, I'm, I, my whole intention was, uh, you know, getting the calls uh, constantly on on what, you know, what to do about these signs. And that was a constant, that's been a constant battle. As the candidate, not as a city council. As the candidate, not at the city council. The, the whether it's been the Tom Thumb or the CBS, it's just, a, it's been a constant. instance when you talked to Carrie that uh, uh, you even had a sign that was out of compliance. I did. Yeah. I've, I've, had, I've had few out of compliance. Uh, Frisco, Salina, uh, none in Anna. Uh, but, and we've had, you know, conversation of fixing them. Uh, it's, it's been a constant deal. It's, uh, but I don't know what, I'm just, it's, it's been a constant deal. So, is there anything else you want to add, or? And like in, in, well, in, in Anna, 
you talk to the mayor about it? And We've, all the mayors have talked about it, uh, whether it's Sean and, and Salina or, or Nate and Anna or Fuller and McKinney. They all know they've been taking, they've been receiving tons of calls on the same, the same silliness. Uh, I've had a, you know, I can't tell you how many signs move, removed or cut. I had one cut yesterday, two cut yesterday. Uh, it's, it's a political season, whatever you want to say. Uh, vandalism to my, I, it is what it is. It's called, <clears throat> Terry Box told me many years ago, it's called waste. Uh, you're going to lose some signs and that's how it's going to be. But, you know, from the get go, you know, like in, in, uh, in Anna, we've had signs on the roadway and where I've gotten called where like Nate said, hell, I he almost hit it with my mare, uh, of the signs or blocking entrances. So the complaint, I guess, uh, what I'm gathering is it's not the fact that they've got signs or you've got your signs, he's got his signs, or anybody's got a sign out there. It's the location of where they're putting the signs. There, yes, sir. The, the hazard of the signs is the bigger problem. Too close to the intersection. Well, when they're on a sidewalk and you've got 30,000 cars that go down a roadway and you've got kids that walk on that roadway every day, uh, like on El Dorado, mm-hmm. and I get to watch them go around a sign uh, while the cars are coming down at 45 miles an hour, that's not that's not where a sign would go ever, yeah. and that was the reason why I, when I talked to Kiki and she's like, told him to take him down, and so, uh, it, it it it's been a common theme problem, uh, not with mine, uh, but with those particular signs, and and I'm the candidate, and so folks know me, mm-hmm. uh, especially in the McKinney area, and so I've I've received you know numerous and numerous calls. Uh, since the beginning of this, and uh, it's been ongoing. Yeah. Okay. That's going to end the interview. It's ten thirteen.